I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Different color my passport, Instagram my stack low, hashtag my day where your girl drink my daycare and I'm born rich. Life ain't fair. Silver spoon, coon ho. Ain't nobody sicker in my fisker. Vroom, vroom, ho. Ain't nobody fisker. Ain't nobody. Fiskers don't make noise when they start up, just so you know. Top of the holy totem, rich forever. A million was not the quota. My father on half the MoMA and did it with no diploma. Yeah, off, got no rules. Tripping on them toadstools. More green than Whole Foods. And I'm too fly, Jeff Goldblum. Got a half glass house in the Palisades. The AKA. White hood, white hood. Okay, KKK. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Us podcast. Your host, Rod Ed. Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday to start off the uh Christmas week. Yes, yes, I know that song, so I can kind of be the be the backup vocalist for this one. Mm-hmm. And of course, we got the uh, you know that's one of the things I love about you. You do know you some childish Gambino. Yeah, if Logic I fuck with you, I remember it. But if your name is Bobby Smurda, I won't remember you for two minutes flat. I feel them forgot about well, your that's, ass. That's just hate. That's just hate. But <laughs> um, anyway, this is a Sunday morning edition of the Blackout Tips, and uh, we're in the house, um, ready to rock and roll. Um, been uh interesting morning i we woke up we didn't have any internet this morning mm-hmm. so we didn't know if we were gonna do a show but um it worked out man we're gonna do a show like i'm, I'm glad everything worked out fine just <laughs> getting nervous there for a second everybody um but uh it's fantasy football championship day um it's the day uh you know like you can, last couple of days you can get your christmas shopping done and mm-hmm. have it at your house uh, yeah, I like my Christmas list. Mm-hmm. My Christmas list ain't got nobody on it. You know what's crazy though is I had um, I've been dealing with Christmas privilege because I don't really celebrate Christmas. Right. I mean, I'm not against Christmas. Me I just either. don't really. It's not. You know, we don't really do much. We, Mm-mm. you know, it's but you know, this yeah. year I've been trying to like get into the season. I bought some dollar store decorations. I love that. I like it. Um, you know, we don't have a hat song, but we got a hat. So, you know, we got, we're doing some Christmassy type stuff this year. Uh, and I noticed this year, like, Christmas privilege is a real thing. Mm-hmm. So many people assume you celebrate Christmas. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Most, most people, is because you're in America, so most people assume. I think I'm going to start correcting them and saying Kwanzaa. I don't celebrate Kwanzaa. Yeah. But I just want to have something to say back to them. Like, oh, no, no, no. Happy Kwanzaa to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm thinking about doing that rather than. Well, have you be like, look, I'm a Jew. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know too enough Yiddish to pull that off, but okay. maybe that's what I'll do. Is I'll just start throwing out some, um, you know, throwing out some terms because Kwanzaa is December 26th. I mean, it's one day, you know, you know, one day away from Christmas. I mean, that's when the sales start. I think I'm gonna be a Kwanzaa house this year. And uh, I go. I don't know what the decorations are. I think it's candles and straw or something like that. We just <laughs> light some incense, put some fruit on the table, and uh, do those things. Yeah, like and my thing is that everybody. I like I said, I don't discourage anybody for doing anything for Christmas. But this, like I said, I got that Christmas privilege too because everybody assumes that everybody is dressing out and everybody assumes that everybody is blowing money. They don't have a lot of people to spend, you know, on gifts and shit like that. And people are like, like, what are you getting Roger for Christmas? Nothing. What does he get you for Christmas? Nothing. And they look at me like something wrong with me for saying we're not exchanging gifts. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just don't feel like that. Like I said, if you purchase people things and uh, if this is your time of the year, have at it. But I think a lot of times a lot of people, uh, they 
kind of make you feel bad for quote unquote not being in the Christmas spirit or the giving spirit and right. not wanting to decorate and not wanting to be around family and friends. You know, people act like something is wrong with you when it's not anything wrong with me. It's just that I just opt not to do a lot of those things because I don't like to deal with the, with the pressure of people trying to buy me shit and people I'm trying, I don't even participate in shit at work because I've seen that shit go wrong where people feel like, you know, we got a $20 max and I feel like you went to the body works and got two for 20 cause I know the sale, but you only gave me one. So my gift ain't worth $20. And you know, I, I just don't like to deal with that. And a lot of people have a different definition of what Merry Christmas is. Merry Christmas is when I hit that power switch and the power come on. Merry Christmas is me sitting my lazy ass in front of Xbox and say, Xbox, go to Cartoon Network. Like that's Merry Christmas to, to me. I walk outside, I can crank my car up. I got car insurance. Like I said, my definition of Merry Christmas is very, very different than other people's definition of a Merry Christmas. Mm, and, uh, you know, that also is a good way to celebrate Kwanzaa. Uh, the seven principles, of course, we all know them. No, we don't. Emoja, obviously. Unity. That's what Emoja is. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, of course, uh, Kuji Chagulia, you know, uh, you definitely gotta get you some Kuji Chagulia up in there. <laughs> um, of course, that's self-determination for those of you lay people that are in the know. Uh, Ujima, uh, now that's not just what the Boston Celtics used when, uh, they won the championship. Uh, Ujima. It's not? I mean, that's what they were saying, but it's also, it means collective work and responsibility for those that don't know. And of course, don't get that confused with Ujamaa, which is different. Ujamaa is cooperative economics. Uh, Nia, purpose. Kumba, creativity. And of course, Imani, which is faith. And also many a black woman's first name. So, you know, those are the seven principles. Try to practice those throughout the season. You know, when somebody says Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, you just throw back to them. Because I've been saying Happy Holidays back to people. I think what I'm going to start saying is if they say Merry Christmas, I'm going to say Harambee and then just walk off. <laughs> Confuse the hell out of them. Let them figure it out, you know. And get used to some other cultures, man. Everybody got that cultural privilege. Um, Of course, uh, the Blackout Tips uh, is uh, a show that, you can find on iTunes and Stitcher to search the Blackout Tips. Uh, you can also go to theblackouttips.com. You can watch shows live from the front page when we go live. You can uh, do stuff like vote in the polls. We have a poll after each episode. You can leave comments. Our email address, uh, all our contact information is in the about section, including our mailing address. If you want to mail us stuff like Christmas cards and I don't know, whatever else you guys want to send us. Um, uh, yep, and for people that gave us their address and stuff, those cars should be going out soon. Well, they'll be going out in a few days. Okay. I, I, I'm doing something special with the cars this year instead of just going to the dollar store for you guys. Mm -hmm. Took it yeah. a little bit above and beyond. Y'all gonna enjoy it. And I think you guys all have a pleasant treat, uh, for those who, uh, decided to send us their address and whatnot through the email. Um, the official weapon of the show is Taser. An unofficial sport. Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. If you buy a copy of the current Rod and Karen iTunes album, the best of Rod and Karen, and let them know about it on Twitter, they're at Shadow Dog Prod. Mm -hmm. uh, let us know about it. We will send you a free copy of our Christmas comedy audio play, Chris Mouse, uh, sharing, uh, starring friend of the show, Nick Jew, mm -hmm, who got her Twitter handle back today. Word. It's a Christmas miracle, Karen. I cleared it. That woman held on to that shit forever, didn't she? And an angel got his wings. Yes, it did. And a ratchet angel flew away. Mm-hmm. 
uh now i don't know what that means happened to that woman who had it maybe she died or something but who knows i don't who know cares? Maybe, maybe maybe she missed the date she must get a reminder but like hey you, you want to keep this you better tweet today and she like tweet the day of right before it expires maybe nick Jew hacked her like north korea and took her shit <laughs> right? i don't know well, like i want my shit i'm just glad she got it back Woo! lisa uh saying odom and dane goodwin are also in it they've all been on the podcast before so check out itunes the best of rod and karen and uh buy that and let shadow doll productions know man it's worth it y'all it's worth it 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 is a excellent collection of audio plays now let's talk about the news okay because some sad news i think we should start to show off with it because i want people to understand 100 percent where we stand on this okay okay all right last night two police got shot execution style in new york New York City. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They did it. There was a man that apparently was having some hard times. He shot his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend. Oh. Then he went outside and he said, I'm going to kill these cops. That's right. Cops were just sitting in the squad car innocently, minding their own business. And this dude came up and killed him. Uh, he even said on Instagram, he put a, a photo up. And it said, uh, what was it? I'm about to put some pigs in a blanket. Oh. Now the police are calling it an assassination. They laughed when we said Biggie and Tupac was assassinated, but I'm just about to sleep though. This tea. <laughs> Kermit emerging. This tea is so good. But, um, apparently when the police get shot, it is, it is an assassination if you just roll up. And shoot them for no reason. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently his name was Ismael Brinsley. Mm-hmm. Um, and just hours before he walked up on two officers in a park squad car in Brooklyn and shot them dead. The dark messages against again cast a spotlight on the role of social media in spotting and revealing public threats of violence. Critics say social media sites should do more to actively monitor and police content. Well, I just ain't got nothing to fuck to do with crazy. Oh, no. Now, now they want it, Karen. No. It's time. Mm-mm, no, no. It, it ain't was time. okay before. Right. It was okay when niggas was going out. It was okay, you know, when everything about, you know, our our plights came up. It, it, it was okay. Mm-hmm. And there's no need in monitoring. You know, we live in a post-racial society. None of that shit matters. Well, it ma- To me, it matters all the time. But it's funny how some people pick and choose when shit matters and when shit doesn't when it comes to monitoring shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to put this picture up in the chat so you guys. But but my go but, ahead, but my thing is that this motherfucker was crazy. That ain't got nothing to do with goddamn social media. He was insane. Oh no, it's got everything to do with everything except what happened though, Karen. Okay. Um, this man apparently represents everything that is wrong with uh, protesting represents everything wrong with social media uh everything except of course gun control you know we we'll never need that why would we why would we oh no that's that's fine that's fine you should be able to get your hands on a gun any way you want but um as far as other things such as uh you know uh al sharpton you know that's he's part of the problem that's that's why he killed these police it's everything you know it's everything so uh, I'll try to put his picture up, but the the, the pictures in there ain't, ain't working too good. Um, let me see if I can. Uh, uh, 
here we go here we go let me try this picture but uh yeah so so everybody's blaming everything you know if we were checking his instagram like now keep in mind if you say something on instagram or whatever there's a, a, a contingent of people that think none of this shit should ever i mean they just ran a fucking uh what do you call it they just ran a, a expose on that justine sacco lady basically saying no she's good guys she just, it's just a big misunderstanding she uh she was a woman who tweeted that racist shit about going to africa hope she didn't get hiv or whatever mm-hmm. um and by the time she got home uh got on the ground in africa she was fired mm-hmm. okay now everybody's saying hey social media it don't matter for that like you, why are we judging people by this so you telling me if you say something like i'm gonna put some pigs in a blanket instagram supposed to understand that that means you're gonna go kill some cops right and, and they're supposed to what call the police for what uh critics say yeah they should they should have checked the instagram user jenny fur 89 echoed the sentiments of other online commenters uh when she at when the user asked why did no one catch this it was three hours prior to the shooting because it's not minority report right if you want to go kill somebody like here's a there's a secret if you're dedicated to killing somebody enough you can do it it doesn't even matter who the person is uh, people get on my motherfucking nerves how they think just the average citizen and this this is one thing what i've learned about it is that we're not the motherfucking police like people think that when people post shit everybody's supposed to go oh something got that wrong with you call 911 people call 911 on every motherfucking thing that everybody posts because somebody always have a problem with some shit you're saying and everybody always finds something about what something's saying as problematic or because but th- this is the thing you're not doing an investigation. You're going by uh, preconceived notions a lot of times of people. You're going by, well, this is not something that I would do or something that I would say. And people say shit all the time and they never go through with it. That's the problem. They can't do anything to a crime is actually committed. And I'm saying, well, don't blame Instagram. Right. Blame the same people we always blame when there is a cop involved shooting. Whoever is dead. Blame the cops. It's their fault. Where they fathers at? Hmm? What about cop on cop violence, Karen? Yeah. What about the cops? How we supposed to care about people killing cops and care about cop on cop violence at the same time? May don't ever march for that. They ain't march for the end of Serpico. Hmm? <laughs> Didn't nobody boycott the departed? What was that? I watched all the LA Confidential. Nobody said a word. No, they didn't. Got nominated for Oscars. Yes, it did. Why, where's the outrage then? hypocrites is what i say they say nypd lives matter i say every, all lives matter all of them all lives matter okay uh, it's not just not all black people with guns all right not all of them right just like y'all holler not all cops it's not all black people either Mm-hmm. um so yeah they uh want them to like police instagram and shit no that's what we need. On Saturday, Brinsley chillingly telegraphed his attentions on Instagram. I'm putting wings on pigs today. They take one of ours. Let's take two of theirs. The 28-year-old Brinsley wrote on Instagram alongside a photo of a silver handgun. And according to shot, screenshots posted by other Instagram users and media, including the New York Post, according to the reports, he up, up, uh, appended the suggestive hashtags, hashtag shoot the police, hashtag rest in peace, Air Riv Gardner, is that a misspelling typo? And rest in peace, Mike Brown. What if he used like free smurder? Anyway, uh, this has this may be my final post. I'm putting pigs in a blanket. He said. Mm, but when people 
put hashtags about, uh, you know, hashtag I can breathe, hashtag them niggas over there, hashtag blacks deserve to die, hashtag, you know, people are, you know, black lives don't I'll, matter. I'll you do know, you that shit better. don't matter, right? No, 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 fuck that. That's not, those aren't even the same, Karen. I'll do it one better. I've been threatened to be killed online. Right. Okay. Almost yes. every feminist I follow been threatened to be killed online. Correct. Ain't nobody trying to put handcuffs on these eggs. Right. On, the, on these dogs. On these shirtless people. On these scenic. Nah, they don't. Racist people don't be shirtless. On okay. the scenic. On these scenic uh, views. On these the pic- sunset. <laughs> these pictures of planets. Nobody is looking for these people. They can harass people off of Twitter. They can talk about killing you, mm-hmm. raping you. All kinds of shit. Ain't nobody went to jail off Game of Gate yet. Right. But now it's time to start policing the internet. Someone told me, well, now maybe since people lost their lives, we can come to our senses. Nigga, people been losing their lives. The whole time. Where the fuck you been? It's just been black people. Right. And nobody gave a fuck. It didn't count. Keep in mind, these officers weren't white. But that's the dichotomy of American society. It's cops versus the black people that's how they see it cops are here to stop the black people not the criminals not the people who commit crimes not anybody not like if you're a white collar criminal the cops not here for you if you're a criminal that just lives in the white community but you happen to be white that's fine you want to smoke a little weed cool you want to sell cigarettes fine oh you black now that's what the cops are here for that's the that's the difference um so of course Instagram is like, oh, there's no place in the community for this. I'm like, okay, um, I guess uh, you know, I'll I'll look for more Amber Rose twerking, and uh, he told me Tanaka putting on bras. I guess that's fine. Um, the beacon of moral virtue that Instagram is. Well, come on now, the same place you can go and tell Kim Kardashian you want to rape her and her family. That's fine. Right. Nobody's investigating these people. The same right. people when Kanye, if Kanye West posting anything, you know, you old nigger, you know, and, right. and, and 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 that's why your wife is a nigger lover and all this bullshit. But ain't nobody going and investigating them for some because the thing is that if you're gonna have the same urgency for police officers, have the same urgency for everybody. That's the problem I have. Why is it an issue only when it's officers? Because only their lives matters. No, everybody's lives matter. But this tea. Ah, it's delicious. It's delicious, mm-hmm. Karen. I know it is. This tea is so good. It's like I can't even think about this shit. Um, of course, both officers died. The perp came out of the house, walked up behind the car, and lit them up. A high-ranking police official said, looks like they were shot in the upper body. Uh, Deputy Chief Kim Royster told the New York Times, Suspect then fled to nearby Myrtle Willoughby subway station where he shot himself in the head. (coughs) They were quite simply assassinated, said Police Commissioner Bill Bratton. The killers have widened the divide between the NYPD and under fire for following following a grand jury's decision not to indict an officer who killed unarmed Staten Island man Eric Garner in July and Mayor Bill de Blasio. Here's the problem with that. They mad at Bill de Blasio. What exactly did bill de blasio say though all he said was that he also talked to his son which happens to be half black about you know how to conduct himself you know and and watch out you know be aware of yourself in front of officers and things like that and these niggas was like fuck you nigga you can't come to no um funeral 
we gonna ban you from this we gonna we was like uh but your job is to goddamn protect and serve mm-hmm. um but they decide that um he was in, he was anti-police because he had to bring up the fact that um you know i have a black son i worry about this shit what, what i don't understand is this what the fuck is wrong with people when i say i am black the whole goddamn room panics why everybody knows i'm black i cannot hide my blackness i'm black the end i know this you know this everybody knows this but for some reason once you say i am black everybody wants to goddamn panic like it's fucking breaking news it's not Mm-hmm. um of course uh they still decide that uh they, they didn't give a fuck you know they they basically were like, yeah, uh, it's your fault. Blood is on many hands, implying that Bill de Blasio has blood on his hands for quick, for saying that, you know, he worries about his son after watching something like, you know, a situation like Eric Gardner die on video and no indictment come down. None. None. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't, apparently he can't do that. You know, he supported protesters' rights. And, of course, that means he supports killing police right why do people think those are the same that's the same thing it's not people think being anti-police brutality and police violence is being anti-police like we want the police to die because we don't want them to kill us that is such a ridiculous sentiment ridiculous sentiment i can't even validate that with a with a response like i'm just i've just been trolling people on twitter when they say racist shit to me i went to bed last night woke up trolls in my mentions and I said, you know what? Seems like I'm petty. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it today then. It's been pettiness all morning, Karen. And it's good. It's so good. I'm glad you're mad. Fuck you. Fuck you. You didn't care when it was black people dying. Now it's time to care. I saw a motherfucker, a politician say, I would like to sports teams and some athletes, you know, I'd like for them to wear NYPD shirts now. Oh, now it's time to put the slogans on t-shirts. But a second ago, it was... Ban all slogans. It wasn't just banning the slogans, Karen. It was, oh, if you care about Tamir Rice dying, you are against the Cleveland Police Department. Right. It, it was, you can't have empathy in your heart for a family that lost a son, or else you're saying that you are against the police. Get the fuck out of here. But now they want everybody to wear the motherfucking slogan. Like after 9-11, you could wear that firefighter slogan. Nobody had shit to say. Right? It was okay then. But we point out the fact that, hey, a lot of black people seem to be getting uh, some unprovoked yeah, bullets. We've seen studies and statistics. No, there's going behind this. Yeah. You know, so he he actually had to, um, you know, say something. Not to mention... He, de Blasio said his statement and then immediately had to come back and like clean it up. Like, oh, I actually support the police chief and, uh, you know, I, of course, I because he Will works Bratton. with them. Right. You know, so he tried to like clean the shit up, but he said what he needed to say. He yeah. said what we all were thinking. By the way, mm, this is exactly, yeah, mm, the way they're going in on de Blasio. This is exactly why the president couldn't come out in ferguson and say some shit about you know protesters i understand y'all need to do what y'all got to do or whatever the fucking negative shit y'all want to say to to show solidarity with the protesters and support them for and be like hey if you burn shit down it just happens all that shit that people was wanting him to say 
this is why you can't say it the blasio barely said anything issue you know while the president also did urge police restraint he had to premise it with hey i need protesters to remain calm as well and understand that that is not the majority of protesters that you know are burning down villains and stuff so come on everybody understand they have the right to protest then he said hey police i need y'all to respect their right to protest and don't be out there fucking stomping them down and shit that's what he basically had to say bill de blasio went out there and talked about his black son and how he could understand that you know the, the same fear that eric garner and his family and all these other black people felt mm-hmm. and they are frying his ass frying him like he was saying kill these goddamn police that's what that's how they're treating him that's why you can't say it that's how divided the country is fuck right politics the country is that divided police really think it's them versus black people and that means they get to kill us that's it if you fight them on that you the problem you the problem right right you the problem your family's dying but you the motherfucking problem if you wear an i can't breathe shirt you the problem you are the problem <laughs> it's amazing it is absolutely amazing you're the problem and, and and that and that's the shit that uh makes black people uh, people of color but specifically black people since we're talking about them yeah. makes you angry because you go well god damn it's like if I don't say nothing, I get killed. If I do say something, I get killed. What the fuck? If I fight you, I get killed. If I say I've had enough, I get killed. It's like, what can I do not to get my ass whooped? What can I do not to walk out my door in fear? What can I do looking at my son, looking at my daughter, looking at my nieces and nephews, looking at the next generation going, well, goddamn, I hope it changes before you get to the age where I have to sit down and have a talk with you telling you that 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 uh, your skin tone does matter if you're dark if it's dark out and you get shot in the hallway because it was too dark and the police were scared you don't have to have a weapon on you you be sitting there talking to your girlfriend that's okay mm-hmm. that just happened but that life don't matter though that those people yeah. those people lives you know it, it doesn't affect them you know they don't they don't have to bury a family member they don't have to a lot of times fight uh to uh for some form of justice. Right. And because I think you I, just put a T on justice. Yeah, right. justice. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just one of those things where it's frustrating that a lot of times most of most cases like this don't go to trial. A lot of times they settle out of court. There mm-hmm. are a lot of cases that we never hear about because they just pay the people. But it doesn't make a difference because that money guess what that money's not gonna bring back that person. Right. Right. So, I mean, now, uh, more, you know, info came out. Multiple sources have alleged the Brooklyn shooters connected to a shooting in Baltimore. That happened. A high ranking anonymous law enforcement official said the suspect is in the police killings alleged shot his girlfriend in the stomach this morning in Baltimore. Is she a police officer too? No. So. She don't matter. Starting to feel like this ain't got nothing to do with protesters. Mm-mm. This ain't got nothing to do. Like, and the thing that's so funny to me, right? When a black person gets shot, we gotta come up with every reason that it's the black community's fault that a black person got shot by the police. What about black on black crime? What about the fathers in the community? How come he was wearing his pants sagging? What? He was jaywalking? It's always some fucking reason, right? We do not do that with cops, right? They are actually blaming protest and quote unquote anti-police sentiment for the killing of these two cops, right? 
but um you know what typically triggers people a lot of times um in addition to them you know might be mentally unstable um one of the things that might trigger somebody is if you get fucked with mm-hmm. such as stopping for us such as turning on the news and seeing officers under fire after well-publicized black people dying right and you see don lemon do a special talking about it's the what why 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 we keep trying to fight these cops guys it's our fault right you like um nobody asked what these cops did are we gonna go into their background were they dirty were they on the take were they on drugs are we gonna do that of course not we're not gonna do that because they're people they're humans we don't we would never do that to human beings we're gonna be above that nobody's gonna find out these key people's backgrounds i mean maybe they have a criminal history that we don't know about right mm, okay uh maybe it's stopping frisk and the over policing of our communities that turns the animosity towards it we can't go to that far right Mm-mm. when clive and bundy had a ranch with two people that left his ranch and killed some police they they were praised for hey uh they kicked them off the ranch before they could kill them cops they weren't blamed the cops didn't vow revenge on that community no. they didn't go hey let's go after the gun nut white community in in, in the midwest they didn't it, it wasn't even considered an extension of the community it wasn't even considered uh clive and bundy's ranch that shit wasn't even considered a fucking impetus for wanting to kill cops it was just like oh yeah that just happens you know uh, what are you gonna do crazy people but today it's not just crazy people apparently it's uh our fault as black people oh yeah we're blamed for everything Yep. Um, the Sergeant's Benevolent Association, by the way, when I read this tweet, the irony, Benevolent Association, they tweeted, the blood of two executed police officers is on the hands of Mayor de Blasio. May God bless their families and may they rest in peace. What does he have to do with it? He's not a police officer. Mm-hmm. Governor Pataki says, sickened by these barbaric acts, which sadly are a predictable outcome of divisive anti-cop rhetoric. Hashtag Eric Holder. Hashtag Mayor de Blasio. So crazy wouldn't have killed them no matter what, right? Yeah. They also turned their backs on Mayor de Blasio um, when uh, he came over There's to see him. blood on many hands tonight. Those that incited violence on the street under the guise of protest that tried to tear down what New York City police officers did every day. We tried to warn... It must not go on. It cannot be tolerated. That blood on the hands starts on the steps of City Hall in the office of the mayor. Starting today, we started the morning for our brother police officers. So what the fuck? It, it sounds like some shit out of the Dark Knight Rises. Like right. That that's how crazy it sounds to me. That makes no sense at all. Yep. Officers were uh Winjan Liu and Rafael Ramos. So um you know, yeah, but uh that's the mayor's fault, Karen. For having a black son and saying that, hey, I have to be careful about what I tell him too. And people protesting, which most of them People for us, most protests that were happening have been nonviolent. Mm-hmm. But the people protesting 
regard and then that's the thing they're putting all protesters in the same group regardless if you are valid or non-valid as far as they're concerned <coughs> if you are protesting you're the problem if you are saying i want rights all lives matter you know do something about these issues you're the problem but the only way things have gotten changed in our country is by protesting and, well, well what's crazy is if you they're putting a false ultimatum in which is basically if you um don't if you don't support if you have a problem with the police killing black people if you have a problem with police killing american citizens that are unarmed then you are the exact that is the same as wanting to kill police and supporting their di- them dying it's such a false equivalency it's right. like it's such an overstatement it's amazing and the fact that they read it that way just shows you how scared they are of black people in general you know like it's it's amazing to even think that you know i i'm, I'm amazed it, it, it's it's crazy um uh <laughs> i got people mad as shit on twitter one dude said if you're not already following at riders prime let me know so i can unfollow you because you don't know how to do twitter mm, that's good that's real good. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to reply to them. You're a sheep. Because their avatar is like two sheeps high-fiving each other. <laughs> oh, what are those, rabbits? I don't even know what those are. I don't are. know. You're a furry. I don't know. I don't know what's happening yeah. with that picture. Um, you know how it is. Can't handle the truth, man. Um, <laughs> I love when people announce they're unfollowing you. I am unfollowing you and I need you to know. I'm like, oh no, my life will never be the same. Oh no, I miss not following your tweets anyway. Oh no. Yeah. How will I go on? I miss them already. Right. The tweets that I never saw. The president already said, uh, I unconditionally condemn today's murder of two police officers in New York City. Two brave men won't be going home to their loved ones tonight. And for that, there is no justification. The officers who serve and protect our communities risk their own safety for ours every single day. And they deserve our respect and gratitude every single day. That's what he said. But that's not how it was interpreted. Uh, well, we don't know how it's interpreted yet, Karen. I mean, they ju- he just kind of said that. I mean, in, on Twitter, I mean, on Facebook, this guy said empty rhetoric on his way to vacation. Empty headed remark. More irrational hate. And you wonder why there's a problem. Mm, uh, so I don't know. Maybe it did. Maybe they didn't read it. You know, I think there's a communication problem, Karen. Mm-hmm. I feel like, cause immediately when this happened, everybody out on Twitter that I saw condemned it. Everyone. Everyone's like, this is sad. And it is sad. Right. Nobody wants to see two people lose their lives. Period. Period. We don't want to see black people lose their lives. We don't see police lose their lives. Nobody. Nobody is celebrating on this. But I feel like when we say that shit, it goes to some type of weird ass translator. And what they hear is. <laughs> right. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Like you just over there partying. Smack it in the air, legs moving side to side. Smack it in the air, smack it in the air. Hey, don't drop that alcohol. We got two dead cops, y'all. Hey, what's the last thing that go through them two cops' minds? Some bullets. 
That's what they think we say. What'd you call two dead cops in the squad car? I don't know. A good start. Hey. When's the last time that you seen uh, two cops try to help the community? I don't know. When they was dead. Oh, get, oh, guess what? What? Them cops had them shirts saying that they can't breathe. These cops can't breathe. Not no more. That's what I think they hear. Right. And you like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It, like, it doesn't even matter if you, hey, my condolences. I feel bad. Yeah, I think it's terrible. That. This is a tragedy. And it's all, shut it, shut it down. Right. Smack it, smack it in the L. Side to side, smack it on the L. Like what about police on police violence, Karen? Hey, go to this police office community and burn that motherfucker down. That's what they hear. Maybe if you uh pull your guns up, you won't have this problem. I know you care. You know, um, maybe if they had more fathers in the police community. Good point. We won't have to worry about it. Where's all the marches when police do something wrong and the other police that's supposed to be good police say no snitching? What was they wearing? Uniforms? Fuck a uniform. That's the problem in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know what, Ken? Honestly, I don't see color. But I do see badges. I think that's what they hear, Karen. Yes, I really think no matter what you say, they hear partying in the background. You're like, no, I don't know what filter this is going through before it hits your ears. But partying is not really happening. It doesn't even matter. Hey, I feel I'm so sorry. This is terrible. What about those officers' family? There's a tragedy. Obviously, this man was mentally unstable. Correct. You know, he shot a woman before he even started this shit. They ain't talking about her. Mayor de Blasio wants us dead. The blood is on your hands, Obama. Like, what the fuck, man? Right. Y'all can't read? Y'all weren't listening? Mm-mm. Ain't never. It, it don't matter what you say. It's one of those things where everybody already come up with their bullet points. No matter what you say, their bullet points is already up. You really would think the protesters went out there with guns and fucking shot people. Right. And killed the cops. Correct. You would really think that the gun, that the protesters had the military equipment, tear gassed the cops' neighborhoods, and restricted them to their houses. You would think that the protesters violated the cops' civil, civil rights. rights. This is amazing. It's amazing. And this is the country that people want Obama to solve racism in. It's impossible. Mm-mm. Man, I would have quit if I was him. Days like the day, I, man, I quit, bro. They're like, going out there and talk to him. Shit, you go out there and talk to him. Mm-hmm. Fuck I'm supposed to say. 
you know what i mean you can't say shit Mm-mm. the president fucking condemns these 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 killings and it's the, the first comment is empty rhetoric on the way to vacation mm-hmm. uh my ass would have marched out there to with that kanye powell song and marched on ass and walk my ass right on at the door Shh. god damn fuck you can't win for losing this fucking country man tucker carlson blamed al sharpton karen what did he got to do with anything and that's when the suspect turned the gun on himself. But if it weren't for these two men that work for Con Ed or women, I'm not sure what their sexes are. But if it weren't for these two individuals, that suspect might have gotten on the G train, come somewhere into New York City or wherever the train was going and killed other officers or no telling what could have happened. So these guys are heroes this morning. And we thank so them. impressive. And, and you know, that we're not sure their sex or their names because they haven't identified themselves publicly. That is the feeling right now in New York. There's a lot of fear. Again, these murders uh, took place completely out of the blue within a context of a lot of political political agitation and tension. But these two police officers did nothing wrong mm-hmm. other than wear a police uniform. That's why they were murdered. And one yesterday. of them, the one on the left, Officer Liu, only been married for two months. Oh. Ramos on the right, um, heavily involved in his church, we're told, has two children and leaves a wife behind as well. And if you read them, you saw the Facebook message that his son wrote, 13-year-old son, uh, uh, just tragic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tucker was reading it as you were reading it earlier this morning. Yeah. I got choked up. Saying really. you've been the best dad. You've been with me every day of my life. Yeah, just say goodbye now to my father. He wrote that on Facebook. Uh, and he said, I know that cops have been uh, getting picked on and, and picked on. Mm-hmm. But he's he's a great guy. And please thank your police officers this morning. Unbelievable. And he reminds us, the son does, these are the officers, mm. dad, that we call on when we are in need, when we need help. Boy, exactly. it's hard not to to get emotional you know you want to keep to the facts you don't want to start speculating about why this happened or casting blame unfairly again but can't you feel it already you can already tell it's coming right you can already tell it's coming setting it up and we know who pulled the trigger he is ultimately responsible but it's such an emotional thing it's so wrong immoral unfair that it's 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 almost hard not to Point at some of the people who've been whipping up race hatred in this country for the past couple of months and say, you know, they do bear some responsibility for this. That's well, how I it's feel. Hard anyway. because it's- now, you can tell that's the first setup, but you can tell already where this is going. Keep in mind, this is Fox fucking news. Whenever there's a spree killer that shoots up uh, a, a Jewish uh, center, whenever there's a guy who shoots up a school. Whenever there's a person that, that person's accountable and nobody else. Fox News don't take no responsibility for whipping anything up. You know what I mean? When something racist happens, when a cop kills a black person, when, um, you know, there's a hate crime, Fox News doesn't take any responsibility for that. When someone tries to kill the president, the station that is the most critical of the president, calls him a dictator and a terrorist and a Kenyan and all this shit, they don't take no responsibility for that. But suddenly it's Al Sharpton's fault who's never said one fucking thing about harming a police officer. Right. It's his fault for this guy with no factual basis to make this speculation. Hard A living in New York City, but also being an American. All of you out there that are watching that don't live in this city, it's so disheartening because our forefathers, well, our forefathers worked so hard for this country. My own grandfathers were in, in World War II trying to fight for our freedom, and we love this country, and we hate to see what's going on here. And we're a few days away from Christmas, and when you read these stories, and you know that there are individuals chanting as they're protesting to go out and kill cops, it is so disheartening. Well, when the president gets up, President of the United States States, who's a very smart keep in mind they don't chant let's go out and kill cops 
they just said that like it was a fact yeah these protests they come let's go out and kill some cops that's what they say you know how much fucking footage we have of protests over the last few months they have recorded every second of it just to show us like yo these cops are fucking us up and i still haven't seen the let's go out and kill cops chant where is this where is they, they just assume that it's there you know they just make the shit up there was one where they were saying um uh hands up don't shoot i remember when that first started mm-hmm. and someone reported like uh protesters are saying shoot the cops what yeah and people had to come back and like that's not what's being said i'm here that's not what's being said you're here what the fuck you want to hear right a guy who chooses his words carefully and basically says the problem is police you know, there are bad cops. I get it. I've met them. But they're also really bad neighborhoods. Oh, you've met them? you met them. You get it? Probably hang out with them. I met them at soccer games. I invited them over to my house for barbecues. I mean, I met a lot of them. I shook of several hands, pat them on the back, said, good job, officer. Right. And the thing about it, it's funny how people talk about our forefathers. But you know one thing about our forefathers? Our forefathers didn't give a fuck about black people. They weren't fighting for my freedom. Right. They were fighting for their freedom to enslave me. Correct. The president never mentioned that. Right. It was only about the cops. Uh, you so, know, it's well, distressing. We asked the, the president was asked that very question at the podium before he left for Hawaii the other day. What is the state of black America? He, it was the final question that he received from that reporter. You know what the state of uh, black America is right now and the feeling of race relations in the United States right now? Fox News poll out this morning that among whites. The look, no, they didn't tell us what Obama's answer was. Because it like, don't matter. Now, we did a poll on Fox News and the three black people that watch us. 65% feel that it's worse <laughs> under President Barack Obama since he became president. And black Americans think it's 55% think it's worse under President Barack Obama right now. According to a Fox News poll of Fox News viewers. Correct. Okay. All right. Than it was when he came And the president's in Hawaii. By the way, they could have said, what do you think about the state of gas prices over under Obama? You got was, them saying it's numbers. worse. It's worse. You're like it's the factually it's the lowest it's been in like a decade. Gas it's is like two dollars a gallon. <laughs> it's the worst. I've never seen it this bad. I've never seen it this bad. It's the worst. This is a great opportunity for him to come back from vacation and talk about this and get this country on the right track. But you can see this poll here. And we're talking about some of the leaders. Was talking about and Tucker was. I, don't, I hate when people. It's, it's so funny these fucking trolls are saying the same thing that the the black people who say fuck obama are saying too the exact it's amazing same motherfucking thing. well when he comes back he can talk to the country and fix it you can't fix this shit Mm-mm. this is impossible to fix it won't be fixed in our lifetime it won't be fixed in our kids lifetime Mm-mm. you know most people's the only way they can quote unquote fix this is by not talking about it yeah and, they, and that's they- it and they act like this nigga going on vacation is a problem. George W. Bush went on more vacation than any other president in motherfucking history. Well, nothing black happened under him, Karen. Katrina. Referencing some of the leaders that have whipped up uh, some of these protests to a frenzy. Uh, to recap some of this, uh, if you've been traveling over the past few weeks, here are some of those leaders. By the way, is there anything more condescending than people saying, and this is this is patently racist, okay? I'm just calling it racist. Uh, I don't give a fuck if you're liberal, Republican, whatever the fuck. If you say shit like, well, black people get whipped into a frenzy by Al Sharpton, 
black people get upset when they go to these protests black people no we're at the protest because we're already upset we're listening to al sharpton because we're already upset right. al sharpton gets a phone call because someone's already dead it's not like right. we weren't upset and then al sharpton magically shows up and we go huh i guess i should be mad like maybe if you stop killing people you won't get the anger maybe if you don't put a fucking dude in a chokehold until he dies on camera and arrest the dude who took the fucking the video of it, maybe there'll be less anger. It's pretty fucking simple. It's straight fucking forward. So no, you don't get to say, uh, well, Al Sharpton and these pro they're ripping these people up into into a frenzy. They already mad. Our brains work the same way yours do. Ain't that the truth? We don't get mad because someone tells us to get mad. We're either already mad or we're not mad. You might not pay attention until Al Sharpton shows up, but that's on you. Correct. Talk to, if you are friends, good enough friends with any black person, they can tell you 10 things that are making them pissed off at the moment because there's always 10 fucking things that are ridiculous about life at any given moment. That's, right. That's Listen to their messages. Listen. We want the Justice Department and the federal government to deal with the fact that the grand jury systems on a state level are broken and seem to lack the capacity to deal with police when you are dealing with questions of criminality and killings. Mr. Garner's death is one. Did that sound like, now go kill some cops? Mm-mm. Does that was because uh, I did not hear the call for violence there. Am I, my ears not working or something? Is, uh, yo, you you don't hear the Beyonce music. That's why. Hmm. He tweaked audios. Mm-mm, oh, is that what it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you 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 don't hear the okay. Beyonce music. That's what it was. That makes so it, much sense. His comment didn't go through that Beyonce filter. That's all. Okay. Okay. Yeah, some of this, uh, if you've been traveling over the past few weeks, here are some of those leaders. Listen to their messages. Listen. We want the Justice Department and the federal government to deal with the fact that the grand jury systems on a state level are broken and seem to lack the capacity to deal with police when you are dealing with questions of criminality and killings. Mr. Garner's death is one of several recent incidents across our great country that have tested the sense of trust that must exist between law enforcement and the communities they are charged to serve and to protect. This is not a New York issue, nor a Ferguson issue alone. If you look at after what happened with Michael Brown, if you look at what happened after Trayvon, if you look at uh, the decision after Eric Garner, um, I'm being pretty explicit about my concern uh, and being pretty explicit about the fact that this is a systemic problem that black folks and Latinos and others are not just making this up. For them to embrace Sharpton, okay. 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 steps back. See, you got to have that filter on. Okay, I see now. That is very inflammatory. I'm mm-hmm. upset now. Right. The audacity of those Negroes. Right. Why, see oh, what happens when you hear it through the filter? Karen, let's go kill some people. I, you want to go kill some people real quick? I, I mean, I'm angry. I'm mad. Can we, can we even finish the show? I, I don't know. We oh, might not man. be able to make it. If we didn't have to finish this show, guys. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. The blood that will be shed. Mm, the blood, the, the streets would run red with blood today. Mm, mm. If it wasn't, see, it's all that 7-Eleven. Uh, you throw the 7-Eleven under there and it's, 
it's white people killing time. It, that must be the problem. That's the revolutionary Apparently music. so. Open bigot and a criminal and a tax cheat who's been whipping up race hatred. Systemic problem. Oh. That black folks and Latinos and others are not just making this up. So no, for them to embrace Sharpton, I mean, let's just take three steps back. Who's just an open bigot and a criminal. By the way, them? Who is them, Tucker Carlson? For them to embrace Sharpton? Who them? Are you talking about those people? Of course, those people. Whoever those people are. Um, hmm, them to embrace Sharpton. Them. Now y'all the niggas put Sharpton on TV. Right, I mean, not us. I, I don't own no police, no TV stations. But uh, it's them though, can on a tax cheat who's been whipping up race hatred in New York for all and these I decades. Have the is there any proof about hold on, hold on. I got to stop the video. An advisor. What'd you say? Is there any proof about him being a tax cheat? I don't know. I don't He's know. He's just making shit up. Okay? I don't care. It could be. It could be. I don't know. What that has to do with his words about police violence was beyond me. It doesn't fucking matter. It could be true. It could be a serial killer for all I give a fuck. Tell him ah, the truth. Right. For them to embrace Sharpton, I mean, let's just take three steps back who's just an open bigot and a criminal and a tax cheat who's been whipping up race hatred in New York for all these decades for the president of the United States to embrace this guy as a personal friend and advisor to show up at the NAN meetings to have him in the White House again and again and again and again to endorse his message boy no wonder you've got craziness going on in the streets like I can't even believe the president of the United States is endorsing Sharpton like, but, what world is this but Sharpton came out with a response last night did you read it here is his Twitter message last night he said I'm outraged at the killing of two police officers in Brooklyn this is why we stress nonviolence as the only way to fight for justice yeah I kind of missed really? that that stress I, I've seen a lot of Sharpton events I've kind of missed that part I guess well and maybe the kind of missed or you don't want to hear it or believe it you don't want to believe it. Right. <laughs> the, the facts speak for themselves because there have been. Oh, well, maybe when he read the tweet, he. Yeah. That's probably what it was. That's probably what it was. Everything goes through that filter. And a lot of people arrested because of the violence involved in these protests, yeah. including those two police officers that were attacked on the Brooklyn Bridge a few days ago. You know who we have coming up here on the show, and I can't wait to get his thoughts on the future of this city, is Mayor Rudy Giuliani. He is going to weigh in on they what Mayor that Blasio dude. must be facing this morning. That, but first, we've got some headlines. Yeah, I'm oh. sure he'll be completely unbiased and reasonable in his response. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the dude who changed the term so he can run a fucking extra... Term. He made his own goddamn rules up. That dude, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he also had uh, he also had a scandal himself. Uh, Tucker Carlson um, uh, had a sex scandal, but you know I'm sleep. But this tea, Karen, this mm. this 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 tea we drinking on this tea right here. It's so. What did you put in this tea, Karen? It's so I, good. I put some honey and some lemon. It's some orange tea, and I also put some whiskey in it. Okay, yeah. Some black cherry whiskey. Mm, well, it's getting me through the day. Okay. Um, hmm. But, you know, Tucker Carlson, though, you it got is, it, bro. Um, of course, there was some police that, ironically, before these cops got killed, uh, were wearing I Can Breathe t-shirts. Um, the end, And they, they're called a hashtag thank, NYP, thank you NYPD was another hashtag they had. Uh, 
it says here uh if you want to hear about both sides of an argument about race relations in america last night you might have made your way down to city hall in new york where the pro nypd anti-racism demonstrators yelled at each other across barricades you're a fucking racist one side screen you're a fucking moron the other side screen back asked one man what wearing a i can't breathe t-shirt uh what that phrase meant he said if he hadn't resisted arrest the man said with a shrug he could still breathe hmm with that shrug a chance started hands up don't loot a demonstrator next to me asked his friend are they saying don't loot or go blue his friend laughed either one they both work he said over 1,000 people RSVP yes to the listing for the event on Facebook, uh, but only 40, 50 people or so showed up on the pro NYPD side. Yeah, they'll do it on Facebook because they ain't got to do shit, but they ain't really trying to come out there. And they said half of the people that showed up were probably reporters. Of course. To be like, who are the crazy people out here supporting the death of a, a person right like people don't support that shit on facebook people are, uh, shit i'm not putting my face out there to be across social media i will talk shit behind my avatars and post shit on facebook i will not put my physical face up there why because i have a job Mm-hmm. somebody said i'm mad because i can't argue my viewpoint um and i just told them i'm not mad at all seven twice seven twice (laughs) uh all right so um one man had flown in from colorado to go to the i can breathe event he brought the i can breathe t-shirts with him and said i'm not pro cop i'm not anti-cop whenever somebody gets killed there's going to be tension another chance started don't resist arrest don't resist arrest we've got four more years of this one man who told me his name was billy owens a retired NYP detective. I don't believe that name. Billy Owens sounds like an old school, I almost made it R&B singer. Mm-hmm. And then Billy Ocean showed up and he was mad. Right. No! Get out of my dreams! Uh, three, he said, don't make it any longer than it already is. He's talking about the president because apparently pol- people are only upset police are killing black people because we have a black president, guys. <laughs> right. Like, we're not upset if underneath any other president. Okay. Petulant police union leader Pat Lynch recently complained of the lack of support coming from City Hall. If they're not going to support us, then we don't need them. We'll embarrass them when we can. This is what happens when people don't vote, Owen said. I asked him what this means. He said again, gesturing vaguely towards opposing protesters, City Hall, New York City, America, etc. This progressivism, this whole thing that Obama and de Blasio are on. That's what happens when you don't vote is people being progressive. No, we don't. That could not be further from the truth, by the when way. We don't vote. The re- actually, the reverse happens. Mm-hmm. Rights are being stripped. Right. You know, you can't do shit. The laws and rules get tighter and tighter and tighter, and you don't qualify for anything if you need help. Mm-hmm. You know, the same people that's upset and all up in arms are the same people that vote people in office that are fighting against the unions that they're on, trying to shut them motherfuckers down. Okay. These people talk about, wait, these people are psychos, John Plant, a retired member of the FDNY said. Uh, at what point does it end? Owen shook his head. They're professional agitators. It goes all the way back to George Soros, he told me. These people talk about white privilege. I don't call it white privilege. I call it family privilege, American privilege. Because to him, white is the only thing that matters that equals family and American. Hmm, interesting. Uh, you know, a lot of black people don't feel safe in their own neighborhoods. There's a lot of talent in the black community and it's suppressed. It makes me sad. Cops don't want to hurt people. They want to help people. Mm, okay. 
well they have a funny way of showing it funny way of showing it sometimes hashtag not all cops you know we have police officers that listen to uh to this show and I hope you niggas are not fucking these black people up. I mean, the least you can do, for, just on our behalf, like let a nigga off once in a while, you know. <laughs> Don't kill him and shit, you know. No. Bring, not, bring, not. Can you bring it up at the meetings? Like, mm, we been. Uh, these are some delicious. Like at the Christmas party, can you just be like, these are delicious Rice Krispie squares? Uh, neither here nor there, guys. Let's try not to kill any black people today. All right, let's get out there. <laughs> <laughs> have fun on your beats yeah yeah i'm not complaining Mm-mm. i'm not saying anybody's doing a bad job Me just saying either. you see an unarmed black person let's try to keep the bullets out of the situation if possible yes yeah, d- d- don't do no truck holes and might yeah. kill them let's aim for a leg you know it's christmas after all no need to make the news right that's the goal honestly like and the thing about it is that officers want to make it home just like people want to make it home like everybody are people they just want to make it home safely mm-hmm uh so um the there's also uh some rich lowry he's on twitter rich lowry uh he yeah. blamed the a black- rapper name i'm gonna forget soon but go no ahead. he's not a rapper no 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 he's not but that name just sound like a rapper's oh. name did you like you be like rich lowry and i go who okay. well rich lowry is a person that doesn't believe that forced kissing is sexual assault uh he says in de blasio's new york city people reportedly cheering the murder of police officers stacy dash went on twitter stacy dash you know who has such a rights as a civil rights such a history as a civil rights activist and you know her her racial scholarship is just well known it's well renowned across the world i mean when Fox News got Stacey Dash. A, a lot, so many black people were like, wow, they really got the cream of the crop. You know, where else are you going to find a highly educated, well-researched, nuanced opinion on all things blackness? Congratulations to you. Or maybe they just said, oh, she tweets bad things about black people. Let's give her a job. These murders are the natural result of the jihad on the cops that Reverend Al Sharpton and de Blasio NYC has called for. They should be held accountable. The jihad. Mm -hmm. Honey, do you even know what that means? De Blasio has no business being at at this press conference and should resign before the end of the year. NYPD hashtag hypocrite. Mm -hmm. Well respected Stacey Dash uh dana loche put she's a, a radio celeb and a gun humper many of us joined the nypd and turned our backs on de blasio dan bongino who's a failed political candidate and benghazi truther here it is ladies and gentlemen it is simple you are either on the side of law and order and liberty or you are not hashtag nypd shooting hashtag recall de blasio uh, convicted felon Judith Reagan Boinker uh, <laughs> at Judith Reagan Boinker. Bernie Carrick said the glass the Blasio Sharpton have blood on their hands. Uh, Adam Baldwin, <laughs> Gamergate hopper owner, uh, he said, "Hi New Yorkers, who do you prefer having defend you, the NYPD or Comrade De Blasio?" Joe Walsh said, Bill de Blasio, this is an attack on all of us. No, it's not. It's an attack on our men and women in blue, and you are complicit in it. 
uh so yeah there's a lot of uh now who's inciting and whipping people up into a frenzy hmm? not them doesn't no, sound very peaceful to me karen no, not them. if they believe that you have the ability mm-hmm. to incite people through commentary no, no, wouldn't they wouldn't no, that mean that they were no you don't think okay. no 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 they don't incite they just voice their opinions across social media and they don't deserve to be filtered or controlled for their comments mm-hmm. or tell their other fellow friends on instagram or call and report people when they see crimes that quote unquote may or may not happen yep hey do not turn on the news guys just uh, my advice to you guys leave it alone because you know that they, they about to get through all the racist people and find their ass and Kota was on the radio but this time she was talking about something other than black shit karen oh by the way a hundred we're not doing fucking with black people today that, oh, all that's a hundred oh so, yeah oh fine. yeah and she get a hundred too i don't give a fuck what she say a shocking a shocking fraud and the fact that she looked and looked and looked shows you there is no rape crisis. I mean, people have been asking me since this story if I know anyone who's ever been sexually assaulted or raped, and in fact I do not. Um, But I do have friends of friends who have been raped. And two of the three, it was in foreign countries, three of the three involved violence, you know, being hit on the head with a brick. And People know what a rape is. And to have girls trying to get attention from Lena Dunham to this poor psychotic at UVA, Lady Gaga claiming she was raped, but she never, she didn't admit it to herself for five years. What major crime do people say I didn't admit it to myself? And culture, y'all. This is the person Don Lemon chooses to have on to discuss Ferguson. And y'all watch it. And live tweet it and use the hashtag. It helps CNN get ratings and also to treat it serious when they talk about shit. Uh, she went on also. Now we seem to be going through a, a campus rape hysteria that, that is based on nothing. I mean, yeah, there are a few, a very few um, percentage of of actual rapists, and as I said on Hannity, but his idiot producer cut it, um, they're usually Clintons or, or Kennedys. Um, but by and large, I mean, as we know from this Rolling Stone author, she wanted a story from 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 some college campus of a really serious rape, and she looked and she looked and she looked, and she couldn't find one until she happened upon Jackie at University of Virginia. Clinton's or Kennedy's can, so not only is rape not happening, but when it does happen, it's by Democrats. That's Ed Coulter's take on it. Mm-hmm. No rapes happening, guys, so everybody and calm down. Right, the only way you can get raped is to get popped upside the head with a brick. Okay. Yeah, that's the rapes that, that really happen. And there's so much miseducation and miscommunication and people really not even knowing what rape is and you're not talking about the the uh, society um structure and how people view women and you know and i don't believe you when you say you don't know these women have never told you they've been raped it don't mean you don't know people that have not been raped no well she doesn't know anybody she knows friends of friends and of course she's so open-minded about this karen all her friends would come forward and tell her 
because they know you can trust Ann Coulter with this sensitive topic of being sexually assaulted because she's so understanding yes. and empathic. She, right. You know, she has all this sympathy and empathy towards people. Mm-hmm. You know how she, she'll, she'll make you some chamomile tea and say, let's talk about it, girl. And everybody will go, mm-hmm. Thank you, Ann Coulter, for walking me through this. Uh, I really do appreciate what you've done here. You, you guys get it, right? I'm, I mean, do I even have to say? Do I even have to say? I mean, she obviously would would, would know what to do in the right situation. Um, oh, yeah. Because she understands rape culture so well. She does. Um, she knows all the stats and statistics, right? And Don, okay. And this is why Don Lemon puts on TV to talk about race. Yes. It's not like she could say anything that would be controversial about it. Never. I mean, she's just going to say the truth. Yes. And isn't that what we all want to know? That's the truth? all we want to know. Speaking of uh, the truth, um, a lot has happened with the Sony hack since uh, we've uh, done it. We'll go through some stuff real quick. Uh, Obama said he was disappointed that Sony uh, backed down to the terrorists. He was like, um, wish they, I think they made a mistake. They should have put the fucking movie out. Fuck it. YOLO. Uh, Sony said they disappointed with the president being disappointed in them. You know? Uh, he said, I'm sympathetic to the concerns that they face. Having said all that, yes, I think they made a mistake. He would have told them, do not get into a pattern in which you are intimidated by these kind of criminal threats. Um, asked if Zakaria, asked by Zakaria if he was disappointed at the president's remarks. Linton said, I would be fibbing if I said to say I wasn't disappointed. You know, uh, we do not own movie theaters. We cannot determine whether or not a movie will be played in different movie theaters. At this that point in time, we had no alternative but to not proceed with the theatrical release of twenty fifth on the twenty fifth of December. Um, here's the thing, though. He said, "We have not caved. We have not given in. We have persevered. We have not backed down. We have always had the desire to have the American public see this movie." Mm-hmm. So but why is it not coming out then? Right. Plus, you have to let the theaters out of the contract and to show it and they did i can see i didn't know that part i just thought theaters was backing out and they just was like nope mm-hmm. they was basically like the theaters like we ain't showing it and they could be like fuck you we paid you to play it but they was like cool you don't want to play it mm-hmm. cool we'll, we'll we'll take it you know we ain't gonna charge you for this shit mm-hmm. um you know because it's not like it's not like there's not tons of fucking uh paperwork behind that that goes out weeks and months and sometimes years in advance to get movies out to the yeah. masses. Okay. You can't just be like, oh, fuck you. We're putting this out. Yeah. People sign contracts and shit. Okay. So the hackers warned, uh, warned, uh, Sony not to release the interview in any form. Mm. Now they also gave ultimatums to telling them, Hey, take down all the shit, right? Send a new email Friday to Sony Pictures, gloating over the studio's wise decision to cancel the release of the interview, wanting them not to distribute the film in any form. The email was confirmed by a person close to the studio requesting anonymity because the person wasn't authorized to speak publicly about the matter. Hope they didn't use email. It was sent to several, the truth. It was sent to several employees in Culver City, California. Uh, the company that had roiled, that was, has been rolled by a hacking group calling itself the Guardians of Peace. Very wise to cancel the interview. It will be very useful for you. We ensure the purity of your data as long as you make no more trouble. The email also warned against the release of, of the Seth Rogen, James Franco comedy and insists that anything related to the movie, including trailers, be removed from the Internet. Now, we want you to never let the movie be released. 
distributed or leaked in any form for instance dvd or piracy wrote the hackers and that's something they can't control uh it well they can they can because that was one of the things he was speculating was like well just release it to the to the fucking uh pirate bay and let people download it through piracy and you know it's like a, a a fuck you to the hackers like look everybody can still download it and see it and we're not gonna say anything and uh they're saying yeah well if that happens we're gonna fuck y'all up some more um so what's funny is guess what they have deleted all the social media pages taking out all the traders off the internet too wow but but they never back down karen so they basically erased like the fucking movie never existed mm-hmm. but they still had to pay them niggas for acting though right yeah i mean that's already done but still they they basically they they said they have it back down to the hackers but they did everything the hackers told them to do correct you know now i'm not like i said i'm not of the mind that um oh they, they have to fight it i get why you wouldn't fight it you're not a military organization right you don't. You know everybody's so brave when they're fat not in the fire you know <laughs> right the only person who i really have to give credit to is the president because the president actually does know what it's like to be constantly under threat from people from other but he of course has the military behind him and all this other shit correct but, he has but, all these resources yeah but he's the only one that people say i'm gonna kill him every day and then he has to go and about his life like it's not gonna happen in the country and outside of the country with an inept fucking uh secret service by the way um so uh you know they the u.s is saying that north korea is behind it now north korea said um we offering uh to help you guys find out who's really behind it like oj saying i'm gonna find the real killers <laughs> north korea proposed a joint investigation with the u.s into the hacking attack against sony pictures entertainment warning a serious consequence if washington rejects a probe that it believes would prove pyongyang had nothing to do with the cyber attack Word. so mm-hmm. they can know who they're targeting and looking for the proposal was seen by analysts as a typical ploy by the North to try to show that it's sincere, even though it knows the U.S. would never accept its offer for a joint investigation. Right. U.S. officials blame North Korea for the hacking, citing the tools used in Sony attack and previous hacks linked to the North. And I vowed to respond. The break-in resulted in the disclosure of tens of thousands of confidential Sony emails and business files and escalated the threats of terror attacks against U.S. movie theaters that caused Sony to cancel Christmas Day release of the interview, a comedy about a plot to assassinate North Korea leader Kim Jong-un. Yeah, it's funny because North Korea might end up on the terror watch list now because if, if they feel like this hack came from them, and part of the part of it was a threat to actually do terrorism on the United States soil. Correct. Uh, mm, might be some problems there. Uh, by the way, Sony is being sued by a fourth employee about them losing their data. Mm-hmm. If you're on a PlayStation, you already know what this is about because it's probably happened to you. Mm-hmm. For decades, Sony has failed and continues to fail to take the reasonably necessary actions to provide a sufficient uh, level of IT security to reasonably secure its employees. Now, it's funny because we've been talking about this since the PlayStation 3, I think, got hacked. Yep, and this system, every, every, every now and then, you'll hear every few months, you hear PlayStation went down, PlayStation went down, like their network. It was down for months at one time after a hack. Right, and so... They're spending money in all these places. You got to spend money in your IT department. Like that's not an option nowadays. You got to spend money, and it's one of those things where I'm not even gonna lie. If I work for them and my shit got out there, I they, it wouldn't surprise me if pretty soon there's going to be a, a class action lawsuit 
for all the employees' information where they're going to have to pay for uh, them to have, what is that stuff, that stuff where they constantly check your credit and all that bullshit because they put so much information out there about them people, these people fuck around and ruin their credit and ruin mm-hmm. their lives. Jerry Cook wants to be more than hands-up. He wants to be hands-on this holiday season. That's right. The St. Louis Rams tight end and four other players who recently did the hands up, don't shoot gesture, follow through on plans to aid residents in nearby Ferguson, Missouri. Cook and wide receivers Kenny Britt, Tavon Austin, Stanman Bailey, and Chris Givens contributed $10,000 to an Urban League of St. Louis Christmas party on Friday for residents of Ferguson and North St. Louis County. Their donations help purchase gloves, hats, socks, underwear, non-perishable food items, detergent, and personal items, hygiene items, and 200 coats. It's small, but it adds up, Cook said, of the donations. It may save parents a few dollars here or there that they can maybe spend on a child on child's toys or other things around the house. What we give needs to be given, and it doesn't really need to be publicized. Um, so they put the money where the mouth is, man. And I'm glad they didn't back down just because the St. Louis Police Union tried to come out and, you know, go in on these guys. Like, nothing but props to them. You know, it's about more than just... uh hands up don't shoot and we're not gonna put our actions and our time where our words are mm-hmm. you know and I'm not that you that that wouldn't have been enough to just wear a jersey you could have just wore a t-shirt if you wanted but correct uh i like that they that they weren't intimidated by the cops for, to not helping and to not having a voice and they and they're not actively going around looking for a fight they're just doing what they feel is right and that is so fucking cool mm-hmm. um let's see a uber driver is accused of raping a passenger Oh, and Coulter said that's impossible. A man who works beat upside here with a brick. All right, he must have hit her with a brick. A man who works as a driver for a ride sharing service, Uber, is accused of raping a woman he picked up in Boston. The suspect, forty-six year old Alejandro Don or Doné maybe of Boston, guess the race, no picture, was arraigned Wednesday on charges of rape, assault to rape, and assault and battery. The victim was waiting for a ride-sharing driver at a resident in Tremont Street in Boston. When the victim got into the car, the driver told her that he would need a cash payment for the ride, so he brought it to an ATM. The driver then allegedly drove to a location the passenger was not familiar with, pulled over in a secluded area, jumped in the back seat where she was sitting. He allegedly struck her with his hand, strangling her, locked the car door so she could not escape, covering her mouth so she could not scream. During the ensuing physical struggle, the defendant allegedly sexually assaulted the woman. Uh, Uber says Doné was not the driver the victim contacted to pick her up. Oh. Mm-hmm. This is a despicable crime, and our thoughts and prayers are with the victim in a recovery. Uber spokesperson Caitlin Durkosh said, Uber has been working closely with law enforcement and will continue to do everything we can to assist the investigation. Uber says Doné passed a background check prior to becoming an independent contractor with the company. He's been held pending a dangerousness hearing scheduled on December 24th. Yeah, they were saying that they've uh, Uber has been having a lot of problems with them having too much information about people. Uh, they were saying that um, they was doing this investigation, and if you have to be like high, 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 high up in Uber, but you can literally track somebody. And they was and people were saying that uh, they had like a Uber party, and they were going to the party, and somebody from Uber contacted them and told them that they knew they were on their way because they had tracked them. Because you know everything is through your phone, mm-hmm. your phone goes up to the GPS. So they were saying like Uber was like tracking. Uh, dignitaries and things like that traveling around on their network and they mm-hmm. were saying they was having problems because they was like look this is too much information and you should not be allowed to follow people like this because this is people's personal information how can someone know who's in on the 
how can someone know that how do, what do i have to do to know like we who could, around me is using uber we couldn't do it like it's higher higher you know like way way up like people who actually run it actually can get onto the system and like track oh. people and other uber drivers how do they uber, track that no uber well that, that that's this guy question. obviously was doing it because they said not not just this but they don't know yet but there were three other rapes reported in boston this weekend all involving women who used the ride sharing service so wouldn't be surprised oh, to see him oh, he had this, found some sort of exploit right in in the uh exploit in the uh operation and, system right and that was their thing that was like look this is too much information for for you guys to have and then maybe what he did when somebody rings up i don't know how it contacts people but it must have been somebody it must have because if this is not the person she contacted obviously it's somebody that seen it and kind of intervened before the real person got there yes uh they have like a breakdown in the incidents the first one was reported just before 1 a.m sunday when a woman arranged to be picked up in the area of dorchester avenue columbia road told police once she got in the car the driver offered her money to touch her inappropriately she oh. said that's when she got a text from the real ride sharing service saying the driver had arrived to pick her up <gasps> the woman ordered the car to stop and got out incident two oh. a second similar incident happened at 2 30 a.m as a woman called for a service to take her from Commonwealth Avenue to her home, once inside the car, the woman claimed the driver tried to touch her inappropriately. She refused his unwanted advances and ordered the driver to stop and let her out. Incident three, 20 minutes later, police officers spoke to a third woman who had a similar story. She had arranged for a ride share. Um, during the ride, the woman said she fell asleep and woke up with the driver indecently assaulting her. Police are asking people to be careful to ease, to use the easily identifical cab and ride share services. And asked to see the operator's license before getting in the car. Well, he had a license, it sounds like. Yeah, they 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 got to find a way to better identify that this is the person that's assigned to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because people, hey, I'm such and such. And you go, okay. But if there's not a proper, like, I don't know. I mean, because what's the like odds? It? I mean, because in your mind, it's, you're probably just thinking, what's the odds somebody just shows up right. when I'm supposed to get a ride? It's not associated with the company knowing that yeah. I called this company. So it's go, they're going to have to do a, a better form of maybe driver number one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever the number is. And you know, well, what's your driver's number? And something to be able to identify that person to say, okay, you're the person that's supposed to pick me up. Mm-hmm. So, um, be careful out there, man. I don't Please do. Know, that's crazy. And, um, I mean, I'm a, people are blaming it on just Uber in general, but I'm assuming if someone had connections to like the taxi service, maybe they could do it too. Possibility. Um, let's talk about this. Uh, Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. and her ex boyfriend, lover, whatever, they broke up. Everything seemed to be going very well and mature. Okay. So you knew it was too good to be true. Apparently, um, uh, they beefing on Twitter. At the Safari, that's his name, Safari. Oh, like the app on your phone? S-A-F-A-R-E-E. Oh, not that Safari. Told a fan that he would be doing a radio interview in January to discuss his breakup with Nicki after 12 years. Uh, they said, so when will, when will you do an interview, Safari? I'd like to hear your side. You should sit down. He said, January dot, 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 radio. Nicki went all the way in on him and dubbed him evil and grateful and accused him of trying to blackmail him. Blackmail her. Even when I try to protect people, they still take try to take advantage of me. Have you learned that God is in control? Stop while you're ahead. What? Hmm. It's always weird when people just throw God up in some shit. It's like, nigga, your, <laughs> whole, your whole brand is like sin. 
<laughs> like that's the whole thing that's cool oh, about Brad you. Brad is big ass. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna fuck you and suck your dick. I'm gonna fuck nigga. I'm gonna fuck Drake. We're like, gonna do three ways. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. Like now we back to Jesus. Jesus is gonna come up in here and solve it. Apparently so. Anything you don't appreciate will be taken. God sees your ungrateful evil sword. I mean, so I gave and gave and gave. Threatening me, blackmail, jump. Thirty k watched the night my cousin was killed on the street like a dog. More than rappers, but it was never enough. Don't make me too much love. Let me be happy now, God. Safari then responded, I'm doing interviews about my shit and Slim? I don't know what this is. And I don't even know why that's, why is that? Blurred out. Blurred out. And such and such promoting, not one thing said I'm doing interviews about Nikki. Y'all sound ridiculous. And speaking to someone about pubs and split scenes and blackmail, so stop looking for pity you handle your business why can't i and it's not about fame it's about respect and you have zero for me the past few years the zero respect you had for me at home had nothing to do with music which is funny because um remember like a week ago they were both ta- she was talking about how mature they were handling and everybody was like it's cool and with nothing bad to say about each other it did not take long Mm-mm. it was all good about a week ago hey and their nasty Twitter war continued with allegations of selling a sex tape and alleged phone call from Safari to Nikki's mom begging her to stop. It's so sad that it's come to this. Um, so it's, man, like that's, that's crazy that they even, like, it feels like everybody's shit is public now. Mm-hmm. Like nobody can just be like, yeah, it didn't work out and it's not everybody's business. And you knew a very public personality like Nicki Minaj. That one gonna stay private for long. Yeah. You know, and she's everywhere. She's promoting the album. People gonna ask. No one puts fear in my heart because I know God is real. He seen me be loyal to the point people said I was stupid. So dig your grave, says Nicki Minaj. Um, and I'm sure, and this is the thing that happens with a lot of women in relationships when they're out there with a lot of other people, especially in the hip hop industry and all these dudes trying to fuck and you're in the club. It's a lot of people that's gonna pretend to be a shoulder to lean on. It's like, yeah, baby, it's you. It's your, you know, you being too loyal. You need to fuck me. You, you You're right. Yeah, you being stupid right now. I'm disappointed too. You're doing something to me publicly that the public doesn't know you're doing, but you're the victim because you're famous. Shaking my head, says uh, um, Safari, whose Twitter name is Scaff Beasy. Hmm. Scaff Beasy. What is it? Kind of name is that? The youth these days. Yeah. <laughs> feel so old let the youth wanted fame i gave you my blessing i still love i still love i still love i always love so disappointed says uh nick minaj it's so ridiculous that instead of hitting my phone you come on here i don't know what you're talking about at all i will never i would never do that keep in mind nick minaj was on stage getting that reward and talked about a uh, award talking about killing herself and shit mm-hmm. and the medics being on the way and shit like right who knows what's going on in her brain you know Told you it was the wrong move. I sheltered and protected you for years. Loyal for years. Come on, selling vids because I'm happy now. Disgusting, says Nikki. Now, I'm not going to lie. That sex tape comes out. I'm getting it. I don't give a fuck what you ah. judge me. Judge me if y'all want. That sex tape comes out. I got I to gotta, I gotta see what she's working with, man. Mm-hmm. I just, I got to see. I got to know. I really don't know what you're talking about. We have unfinished bids. Why would I do something so stupid? I don't know what you're talking about. Says Scaff Beasy. Who you believe so far, Karen? Scaff Beasy or Nicki Minaj? I neither. Shout out to Boston for not putting all the comments on one 
slide. I had to keep <laughs> right. Keep going I think, page to page. I keep going to the next page. They like we gonna get these clicks, nigga. Right. They're like you gonna click on each and every one of these fuckers. And I would him. I would click to see each word. <laughs> Add up them chains, watches, bracelet rings, car bikes, treks, babe. Stop spending money to floss on Instagram. That doesn't last. Love lasts says Nicki Minaj. By the way, she's not adding him, but he's I don't know if they're adding each other at all. Like they having a subtweet, but y'all famous and we all know y'all talking about each other. Right, because who else are you talking about? They must have blocked each other or something. They may have. <laughs> we're, we're not together anymore. I'm fine with that, but I'm not going back and forth with you on here. Uh oh well, it actually worked on time that time. So I'll skip some words. Anyway, uh <laughs> <laughs> Now I gotta go back. <laughs> Let me see what's that. Um, uh, go back. Oh, I can't believe we're doing this. We used to laugh at people for this. <laughs> yes. Oh. Hey, everybody think they above it till it happened. Right. Can't cheat on me, y'all. I'm gonna be all up on y'all timeline. <laughs> it's gonna be the end of the world. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry, my fans. Not me, my black ass. You're going to be like, where can I go? I don't know, shit. All we got is the auto tweets. Mm-mm. I'm going to be up here telling all mm-hmm. our business. Yeah. All of it. There's going to be a one-sided story. <laughs> You're going to have to say something because I'm going to so, be so crazy. They're going to be like, I can't oh, believe you. Yeah, all my shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, my fans. This isn't me. Hate this, but I'm human. I do so much, too much. No man would have stayed loyal in this game like me. Um, <laughs> that means he regretting all the times he didn't cheat on Nicki Minaj. Oh, Lord. That's what that means when you say shit like that. Like, uh, nobody could, could deal with what I'm going through. I've stayed too loyal. I did too. Like, I've turned out so much pussy, guys. I'm hurt. Well, that's why you don't spell your name all stupid, man. Ain't that the truth. That's what happens to you. Um... All right, let's uh, play some games and get in, get out of here. Uh, oh wait, before we do that, Eric Holder and President Obama announced that Title IX, uh, which you know people know from uh, is college uh, policy in college that is about equality, like you got to have the same number of scholarships for women as men, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He said it also covers transgender rights, and it should. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just be doing shit on the low. And it'd be so groundbreaking. And it should because they matter too. And the only way to stop them is you got to take it to the Supreme Court because they just be setting precedent. Like, um, and it's for the gay people too. All right, y'all, y'all be good. And the transgenders and all that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you didn't say. No, 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 no it is. Yeah, yeah, That's what yeah. it means. That's fuck, how we see yeah. it. Yeah. F- fuck with them if you want to. They'll be filing lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, outgoing U.S. Attorney General announced on Thursday the Justice Department will support the idea that existing civil rights law provides protections for transgender people against workplace discrimination. And it should. In a memo dated December 15th and obtained Thursday by the Washington Blade, Holder says he has determined prohibition on gender discrimination under Title uh, uh, Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act in 1964. Also, bars discrimination on the basis of gender identity. Oh, Title Seven, not Title Nine. My bad, y'all. After considering the text of Title VII, the, re- the relevant Supreme Court case law interpreted the statute and developing jurisprudence in the area, in this area, I have decided that the best reading of Title VII's prohibition of sex discrimination is that it encompasses discrimination based on gender identity, including transgender status. Mm. 
And it should. And that, because sex does not, in, does not just include male and female. Mm-hmm. I mean, but what do I know? I'm doing Twitter wrong. All wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm grasping at the white straw man, y'all. According mm-hmm. to my timeline. And you know what's funny? Because people talk about the president and what he should do and what he shouldn't do. But y'all better realize the president is setting fires, but his fires are like a slow burning fire. You know, it's one of the fires where you don't see like a big flame. You just see like little small flames just slowly. Blow. So he's slowly burning, y'all. But for the fact that it don't always make the front page of the news and this day, everybody ain't going to go, damn, he set the place on fire. No, he, you know, he's setting a tissue paper on fire. You know, you go in a room, your, you know, your couch set on fire. You be like, well, shit, you put it out, you don't know what happened. Before you know, he done burnt the whole fucker down. Yeah, they just do shit on the low, man. Right. They don't spend all, all, all day outside, you know, trying to grab all the attention and shit. Right, because it takes a lot to burn the whole house down, but you slowly do it. You can't accomplish it. Uh, a Toys R Us layaway angel spent $20,000 on toys, Karen. Cool. Anonymous layaway angel spent $20,000 paying off every single layaway account at a Toys R Us in Bellingham, Massachusetts on Wednesday. Wonderful. The woman walked into the store, paid off 150 layaway accounts. A local news outlet said uh, customers nearly cried when they found out their accounts were paid. And it's not the first time the toy chain has experienced a layaway center or angel. 2013, there were 597 layaway orders anonymously paid off in Toys R Us stores across the country. O'Hara said they expect this year to be no different. People want to pay it forward, O'Hara said. Yeah, because it's one of those things where people are struggling, barely can make it. And like for some people, it takes everything they got to get their kids' toys out. So, you know, I'm glad people are doing this. And it's one of those things where people, I they not them. It's good because sometimes putting your name on shit causes problems. Someone told me, they were, uh, I think it was our girl, it's the Brandy. She was like, yo, what? what if this is fake and it's like, Toys R Us is just paying it off and then using it as free publicity. And I was like, didn't $20,000 worth of people got toys? Toys R Us ain't doing that shit. That yeah. makes no that That does not be. If Toys R Us did that, Toys R Us would say, Toys R Us is playing your shit off. Mm-hmm. Cuba Gooden getting cast as O.J. Simpson and Ryan Murphy's American Crime Story. Must watch TV. Apparently so. I will be there. I will too. Mm-hmm. To watch Black Twitter burn. O.J. Simpson in the inaugural season of Ryan Murphy's new show, American Crime Story, The People vs. O.J. Simpson. This will be Gooden Jr.'s first lead in the TV series in 1997, where both Best Supporting Actor for the role of Rod Tillwell and, and Jerry Maguire. Since then, his career's been up and down, and I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be watching him coon it up good. Oh, because you know he is. The O.J. Simpson movie? Oh, uh, series? I'm, mm, thank you. I'm all on that click, 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 mm. DVR record. Be ready for this live tweeting, y'all. Oh, yes. This is going to be on. It's going to be so good. Uh, all right, let's play our games now. It's been long enough. Uh, Boom. It's time for some guest the race That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race that's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, and we read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today in the chat room to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. They are very racist, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, here's, uh, here's our, uh, 
first um, story. It's about a 73-year-old sex offender who likes to have offensive sex, Karen. (laughs) His sex offends everybody. It it offends everybody. (laughs) It's very offensive sex, Karen. Mm -hmm. Um, So he... He's in trouble because he stalked a boy at 13 years old for two years. A shit. Who has the time? Right. At 73. I mean, you got to move on this. I'm shocked yeah, it took you so might, long. Yeah, because you might die before you catch them. Mm-hmm. Gotta catch them all. Them young <laughs> boys. <laughs> uh says 73-year-old Allentown man is accused of stalking a city boy over the past two years, leaving the child's father in fear of his son's safety, according to court records. Damn, his dad couldn't even be, he had to be worried about this dude. The boy, who's now who 13. Was he the, like the old man on Family Guy? What the fuck? I don't Guess know. who? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the boy, who is now 13, told police that Clyde Rupel would watch his car uh, as the boy rode his scooter on Hamilton Street <gasps> when the child was 11. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Probably was calling the house, leaving voicemails. Sorry to leave you so many messages. <laughs> Rupel, Rupel then began leaving signed letters on the boy's father's windshield, saying oh. the boy should come to Rupel's house and all mail for an all males night. The, oh, the letters for total all had peach roses attached to them. Records say, "Oh shit, little boys are like peach roses." He sent it to their dad, to the father, probably sitting on the steps. Where are you? Mm-hmm. Hey, you ain't showed up yet. You like popsicles? <laughs> um, the boy, <laughs> the roofer will watch the boy play outside, according to the boy's father. And the boy told police that three times in the last month, Rupert slowly followed in his car as the boy walked home from school. <gasps> Wondering if he ever gonna come back. I got a whole freezer full of popsicles. <laughs> Get in the car. Begging that little boy. Rupel is a convicted sex offender. Is registered in Pennsylvania's Megan's Law website. Rupel was convicted of indecent assault in 1976 and the rape of and, and rape in 1996. According to a website in a later case, Rupel admitted to molesting two boys aged seven and nine at the Lower Bucks County Park at his house in Croydon. Uh, Rupel uh, was arrested Tuesday at charge of stalking. He was sent to Lehigh County Jail in lieu of 10% uh, $25,000 bond. He did uh, invite the boys over. And you need to come on down to the cellar. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't make me beg now. <laughs> oh, you're starting to piss me off, you little piglet son bitch. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's <laughs> kind of getting aggressive there, Grandpa. I know what that's Let's see what they believe the race is. Wispy mustache white. A people purchaser who painted the boy's favorite cartoon character on his sack as a way to lure him in. Jesus. Oh, Lord. Leonard Brothers. Veritas says, coming out of retirement after leaving the Catholic Church priest, Jesus Juice, offering white, white, the ultimate P word, star of the taking part for Sandusky. White, enunciate his name, nigga. That's not a race. Uh, you're really starting to piss me off, you piglet son of a bitch. Call me Herbert from the Family Guy White. 
dad is in his life but not taking any action on this white wuss <laughs> wuss oh. herbert uh columbuser of lands and younger boys oh uh, so it sounds like everybody's saying white and the correct answer is white mm-hmm. let me put this picture in the chat for everybody to see it's pretty ridiculous like you ever see a person that's so old that obviously bald i mean 73 looks like his he looks like the emperor in star wars but then he went out and got a fucking toupee that is actually more ah. ridiculous because it's full brown and full of life and his head is full of death oh yeah. that's amazing right oh he looks mm. ridiculous that's a nice muscle throwing on you got there <laughs> oh he just wants spread to- that butter with the four i'll try to play another one hold on you know if you get sweaty and want to take your shirt off that'd be just fine (laughs) oh lord (laughs) fat ass (laughs) what is this oh that one didn't play this lonely hair why the long face? <laughs> oh, Herbert Herber is like the best character on fucking uh, Family Guy, by the way. Yes, yes. Oh, man. But can you imagine a 73 year old like openly stalking your 11 year old? How do you not kill him? I was just wondering if your son want to come out and play uh, for an all males night out. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you see the episode of the Cleveland show? when uh uh cleveland sub was like it's this old man he's always in my suitcase he opened up his suitcase and he popped out oh yeah, what the that. fuck yeah uh man stuffed heroin in a baby's diaper to hide it from cops during a traffic stop oh my alabama a birmingham man hit 14 grams of heroin in his daughter toddler's daughter's diaper when police pulled him over during a traffic stop in irondale kenneth bell 23 is charged with drug trafficking and chemical endangerment of a child Officers knew to look in the girl's diaper when her older sister told them daddy put something in sister's diaper. <laughs> Kids will tell on your ass. Irondale narcotics investigators received a tip uh, December 8th from a confidential informant that drugs were being transported into the city. When officers spotted the car, a 2005 Chevy Impala, they pulled it over. Bell was driving. Mangina said, uh, that's the officer, his wife and two daughters ages five and two were in the back seat. When the family didn't have permission for officers to search the car, or they didn't get permission, uh, so of course they were killed because they were, you know, able to do that because they're police and police always kill people when they say there's not cooperating. Oh, the story goes on. They're still alive. Shocking. Shocking. I've been led wrong. Uh, when they didn't get permission, police brought a drug sniffing dog from the Warrior Police Department in the scene, to the scene. The K9 did a free air sniff around the sedan, indicating the presence of drugs. Once that happened, they said officers got everyone out of the car, and that's when the five-year-old told the police that her father had stuffed something in a diaper. Snitching ass five-year-old. Oh, well, the dog would have found it anyway. Just sniffed around the child. Mm-mm. Cause the dog, the, ba- the baby would have went number two. The dog couldn't tell. Thinking the two-year-old was in danger, officers immediately removed her from the car seat. They took the girl to uh, to her mother, who began to address her. That's when police saw a bulge in her diaper. Officers found a brown paper sack that contained what was later confirmed to be heroin with a street value of $2,500. Mm. They took Bell into custody and returned the children to the mother who wasn't charged. 
um mangina said the department of human resources has been in contact and they are fo- contacted they're following up on the case he was booked on twenty five thousand dollars bond this is somebody that shouldn't even have children if you're gonna do crap like that said the officer who was infuriated by his bell's actions that's low to stick drugs in the baby's diaper and the mom's an idiot too for even being with them guess the race of kenneth bell chat room Let's see what they believe um interstellar insect who also put all his bills in the baby's name black oh even my. black babies are suspected by the police only an impala can support a black woman's ass <laughs> <laughs> when they said daddy put something in her diaper they weren't thinking drugs white man the only way a black man would be with a baby would have been a drug mule or alibi black damn hc black one who tells these negroes that is anyone's gonna pull out his sister is gonna be her wait plow sister and he does her to yellow wolf okay uh spending time with kids white chevy and paula black lunar locust father with his family white didn't teach his kids to stop snitching white all the bells i know are black actually in the child's life black still alive daddy in the kid's life talk back to the cops white his last name is bell because his second home is jail mooley <laughs> that's a negro montoya back in my day stuff you said stuff you in the mattress like drug money black the correct answer yes, is, and it was about half and half. Some of you got it, some of you didn't. He was black. Some of you missed it. Man, di- put in your baby's diaper. Like, how desperate do you got to be? Father of the year, right? Jesus. Right. <laughs> Hold this. Put this in the baby diaper. All right, uh, let's go to the bonus round here. Mm-hmm. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, bonus round against the race. Double the points, double the race. Let's see where people are now and see who can pull it away in the end. Uh, and who's getting nervous? Um, let's see here. Um, <laughs> uh, authorities are searching for a killer. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Let's not do this one. I think that's a long one. Let me go back real quick and get a shorter one. Okay. Um, uh, body discovered in the trunk of a car belonged to, to a murdered man found naked. Oh. Mm-hmm. A love triangle ends in a wild murder uh let's see the stabbing death of a man whose naked body was found inside of a brooklyn apartment building was the result of a sordid love triangle that ended in two killings not one and the arrest of a suspect thursday you should just say so wretched this jerome barrett 35 of east new york is believed to have been having sex with a co-worker in a parked car when the woman's cuckolded husband interrupted them early wednesday the husband, uh, Steve Whittingham, 48, stabbed Barrett several times in the chest and did the same to his wife, Jonelle Barker, 36, killing them both. Police said as they announced uh, the arrest Thursday night, Barrett, who was also, who also was married, so he was cheating, was mortally wounded, but manages, managed to flee clutching his clothing and wallet. He made his way to the entrance of an apartment building on Louisiana Ave near Seaview Ave in Spring Creek Tower shortly after 1 a.m. 
he was ringing the buzzer at the main entrance trying to summon help when he was overcome his clothes and wallet were found a few feet from his body just outside the building entrance a day later about 3:30 a.m thursday bear's car a kia was found parked on new lots ave in brownsville inside the trunk was jonelle barker's body she too was naked sources said Investigators believe Barrett and Barker, who were baggage handlers at JFK Airport, were having an affair and that Whittingham killed them in a rage after learning about the infidelity and catching them. Jerome Barrett's brother, Benjamin Barrett Jr., who lives in Virginia, was stunned when he heard his sibling had been slain. No, you kidding, man, he said, adding that the father had died of cancer just last week. Oh, he had just come back. He had just come. He was just coming back down here for the weekend for the funeral. So he must not, man, he must not have been, man, he couldn't wait to cheat. He was just coming in for the weekend and was like, I'm going to get some, some pussy too? No, I think he was saying, like, Dad just died and we had made the funeral arrangements and he was coming in town for the funeral. Oh, he was just coming back. Oh, so he hadn't come back yet. Right. Wittenham surrendered to authorities hours before Barker's body was discovered. He was charged with one count of second-degree murder, one count of first-degree murder, which could get him life without parole or convicted. Wittenham and Barker shared a home in Flatlands outside of Avenue K home on Thursday night. An elderly woman wept as neighbors tried to console her. Neighbors said the woman was Wittenham's mother. She declined comment. A cousin said the entire family was stunned. This is a shock to all of us, the cousin said. He loved her so much. Neighbors had only good things to say about dreadlocked Wittenham. Guess the rains. They said he works in a garage, is a family man, and was just seen buying donuts for his kids. Barker on Tuesday twice updated her Facebook photo cover photo. First with a picture lauding God as the best listener who prepares our prayers, then with a picture of Betty Boo. Mm. If that right there ain't the whole covenant. Mm. Ah, ah. talk about god and you throw up that thick ass betty boop and you know she about to get some dick watch your back fellas i'm telling you god didn't jesus quoting in some betty boop that's you in trouble stay out there cheating barrett lived four miles from spring creek towers building where his body was found Whittenham drove barrett's kid from the scene after barrett fled uh uh, they did not reveal where the car, car had initially been parked, but they said investigators have recovered surveillance video of the killing, probably of the fucking two. Barrett's sister-in-law said neither she nor her husband knew Barrett was having an affair. He always seemed to be family-oriented. He had a heart made of gold and a dick made of snake. <laughs> it's shocking to me. I didn't know that side of him, she added. She was also raised at Whittingham. Uh, he could have hit him in the head with a bat or just beat him up. I'm a firm believer of you reap what you sow. I think he should pay for this. Well, if you're a firm believer, you reap what you sow. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Uh, let's see. Uh, guess the race, everyone in the chat room. Big black buck who likes to fuck, says Leonard Brothers. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Knew he would be all over it right away on some racism. Uh, gotta wait for the rest of you guys to come up with your racist stuff. I say Jerome left the house. I say Jerome returned to the house. I say Jerome's in the, I, 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 I watched the knife, black. <laughs> black, black, Elliot and Joe Spacely say. Um, looks like we're kind of slowing the guesses. Honey, do you think, do you like that cuckold black? <laughs> Superman Dingo hitting that Somali baggage handlers, uh, uh, black. Jerome dreads murder is black. Hashtag all cuckolds matter. The correct answer. Oh, Lord. Is, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh blacker than bobby smurder's gums jesus black rob that black ass rob is back correct as is black I'm not going to put that picture up because they don't have, I can't find a picture with all three of them in it and we're running out of time. So Cool. But uh, they was black, y'all. They threw that dreadlock in there and made it easy, though. They could have left that out. We got we can see the pictures. Right. Yeah, I had to take it there. All right. Uh, sword ratchet this time. Uh, where's my sword sound effects? Swords. Nigga, you dead. Oh, damn. All right. Let's look at some sword ratchets now. Uh, police say a man attacked his roommate with a sword. Oh, my. You know, because he maybe he was late on the rent, Karen. Who knows? <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee, a man was injured after he said his roommate attacked him with a sword. According to the victim, he was playing video games at the home on Baltic Drive on Thursday night when his roommate, Frederick Patterson, started poking him with the sword and yelling at him. The victim said he fought back to defend himself, which is when he cut his right hand as he tried to disarm Patterson. According to the affidavit, 43-year-old Patterson admitted to arguing with the victim and picked up his sword. Patterson's wife told police that he was yelling and acting aggressive toward the victim. Police say the victim did not want to prosecute. Patterson is charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Bonson said at $5,000, the fact that you don't want to prosecute means you're not taking this seriously. And that's why they continue to stab people because the message that we're sending when Al Sharpton's out here rallying people up is that you can go out and kill people with swords. You heard what President Obama said. We all heard it. You heard it, right? That's what I heard. mm -hmm. We'll be back tomorrow. Probably early because I'm not playing ball with them suckers tomorrow. We'll probably be back. We'll be back tomorrow early. Uh, Hopefully we'll talk to you guys like 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shadow Dog Productions brought you this ratchet ass show and they believe that it's okay to kill the police. Uh, If you're white and you're listening to this and you're kind of racist then it's okay to kill the police, obviously. (laughs) That's what you heard. I love you, Karen. I love you too, baby. Mwah.